Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. I'm back with Mandy. We just came back from, I guess, a first Friends of Flavor vacation. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why we didn't have an episode last week. We were in Panama City enjoying Jeep Jam. And so today we're just going to recap on our experience with that, talk about this sweet old lady that we saw on the beach, and that kind of raised a few questions within our little group. Yeah, so stay tuned. Today's sip of the show is a 100% Japanese blended whiskey called Mai Fujibiru. Probably said that wrong and murdered it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to read the description or half of the description because it's very long. This fine Mai Kuchibiru blended whiskey, which is Japanese for sweet lips, is made from 100% Japanese whiskey. The whiskey was aged for a minimum of three years in oak caskets. The result is a whiskey that is an amber color with aromas of sweet honey and spice. A mellow sweet vanilla flavor gives way to a long, elegant finish. Mm. It's actually pretty good, but I'm not a purist, so I'm gonna try it next time, not on the rocks, because right now it's on the rocks. Mandy's not partaking because she's trying to be good for the weekday, which normally I am, but I need I need something to give me energies today. I'm running on three hours of sleep. So. Wait, I, am I don't see how you can finish that. You don't get jitters drinking that one. Sometimes it depends on the flavor. Okay. Yeah. Certain flavors give Certain flavors me. I mean, it's the same amount of caffeine in each one, isn't it? The Starburst one makes my lips stick to the ghost because yeah the the c4 one does have uh candy flavored ones that i want to try but i'm like man i can't drink it because it, it makes me jittery like they have a skittles one i think mm-hmm. um have you tried that one i have not tried that one i've tried the starburst and the see even the um before they made their drinks the the powdered version oh, of the pre-workout dude my whole face would be like either numb or tingling if i yes. if i did like one scoop and uh, that was just the recommended dosage. I was like, maybe I should just do half. But I, I can't remember if I ever finished one. I try to be like the badass uh, fitness YouTuber. So just put the scoop in the scoop and just pop it in your mouth. Hell no. Yeah, yeah, so I tried to do that before the gym. Did you but, die? Well, uh, so I'm driving to the gym, which is only what, like half a mile away. Yeah. And when a car drops out in front of me, my heart stops. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> I mean, you're very alert. I am. It's like you got extra spidey senses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I say extra, like you already have spidey senses. Reveal it on my secrets. (laughs) It's true. Uh, You're spidered when I knew it. Uh, So yeah, we went to Panama City. We went to our well, my first ever Jeep Jam. You recommended it to the wife and I. 
as our first Jeep event. And uh, for the most part, we had a good time. I think we just enjoyed really being with you. So to me, it was an interesting event, uh, to say the least. It was not as diverse as I thought it would be, which you you pointed that out. I think we mainly saw older Caucasian folks, to put it in a nice way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I like is that, uh, disclaimer, he and I haven't talked about this at all. It was kind of like an unspoken, oh my God, where are the women with these? Yeah, it so was. It was, uh, it was definitely a different event for me. I mean, when I first got there, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, okay, maybe... Maybe more people will show up later. It's it's only day daytime, um, which what the event started Wednesday. We didn't get there till Friday afternoon. When I got there, I was like, okay. It's one of those things like you are the minority. You're like, you don't know if you're actually welcome. So you're just kind of like, okay, if something goes wrong, I'm out of here. Yep. Feels like forever. <laughs> yeah, mean, no, for sure. It was, uh... was the last time you went um not last year so the year before so maybe no. yeah 2021 yeah yep <laughs> i was actually very surprised not just like race wise it was just like i didn't see that many younger kids like i mean i guess you got to have a lot of money to, to be there but i mean ours was pretty stocked so you don't really need it but that's one thing I did notice was just the ridiculous amounts of money that people put into their Jeeps and stuff. And I was, you know, something, you know, my brother always said was like, you can't hide money. And they were definitely not trying to hide that. Yeah. I mean, they looked great. I was just like, I don't know. The more I saw, I was like, I'd like some of these, but I don't think I will, I would invest that much money into it. And I don't think I would ever get it that like flashy mm -hmm. with what i would want to do which i would i'm kind of low-key anyway so i don't want like extravagant colors <laughs> or uh anything like that or super lifted jeep or anything one i'm only like five four five five so <laughs> i would need a ladder to get into it <laughs> please do i'll find out later Oh, speaking of TikTok, I was kind of mad because I think we walked past this tent, but I didn't see the 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 guy from TikTok on there. Because remember, I told you they had this one guy who sold like hinges that would go onto your freedom panel, and you can just flip it back and forth mm -hmm. instead of taking your whole freedom panel off. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, and for people who don't have a Jeep, like a freedom freedom panel is just like a panel that goes in the you know, the driver's side and passenger side of your car and or Jeep, and you can take off these panels to make it convertible-ish, at least for the front half of the vehicle. And sometimes, it's super easy to do, but this guy just had, like, hinges where you can bolt onto it, just flip it back and forth. 
it was super easy. But he was apparently there, according to his TikTok. But I didn't see him, so I was like, man, how did I miss that guy? Because I may have talked broth into buying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can't have money. And oh, yeah. Then, um, even my week prior, I, I had a list of the entire. That was really it. Like, I cut my own fingers. Mm-hmm. I put on my own little silver instrument. Um, and I put in my own radio. But, and to me, it looks great. Yeah. Like, and that's what it's about. It's I like, can't remember if I. You never was, really rode much. I don't think I really rode or remember like being this close to you, uh, mm-hmm. friendship wise. Um, when you had that Jeep. But, <laughs> it was sweet until it wasn't. <laughs> that well that's the um that's the saying to most Jeep owners, right? Like the best best two days of being a Jeep owner is the first day you buy it and the uh day you sell it or whatever like that. Oh, speaking of cover, that one guy who had that, I guess, kind of like a tarp where you can cover yeah. your your naked Jeep and then switch or flip it to the other side and it became like an outdoors tent like type thing. The more I thought about it, I was like, well, did he show it on a gladiator? Because you can't do that on a gladiator yeah. if there's a bed, right? Right, yeah. That's a good question. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but uh, he was definitely, I've never seen anyone sit Yeah, I mean, he was, he's like, I'm not getting up, but you know what? I got this megaphone or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm going to talk into it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the first night we got there, like I said, it was Friday night um, or Friday afternoon. We walked around, saw Vendor Village and saw all the the, uh, different types of vendors and product that they were selling and different Jeeps. Um, Did you have any... uh, one that you really liked in particular, or did you have a favorite? Um, I always liked Motorfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that one was my favorite, he, actually. He's a really nice gentleman, and their, their products are top notch. Um, I really like that, and I like the, the camper. Yes, so I will post all that on our Instagram because I need to be more social on that. Um, but the Motobilt one was my favorite only because that guy did have a red gladiator with the bronze colored wheels, which I want on mine. Mm-hmm. I guess his buddy was the one that you liked. But the campers were so great. And um, that's something I always talk to Roth about. I was like, man, when we get older and kids get older, we're just going to get a camper or something and just drive across America or whatever and just enjoy life or whatnot. Yeah, with a small camper like that, that's all you need, really. Yeah. Which that first one was cool, and then then you saw that second one it was like, wow, this one has a kitchen in the back of it, right. and so yeah, you can, yes, <laughs> I mean it was super tiny, so it was just like a, a fold out bed. I'm pretty sure after a while it may or may not be great for your back, but right. um, <laughs> it was cool, and I, I would I would dude I would kill for that. But I think the show model was like forty four grand, yeah, and the base one was twenty two. Yeah. Which I was like, I need to see what the base one looks like and what it comes with. Yeah. Because uh, I may not need everything. I don't know. The show had a lot, but I'm like, well, this 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did have. Well, I guess so. It had a spare tire on the outside, so I guess you'll need that. But um, as far as the kitchen accessories and stuff like that, maybe part of that was included into the forty four. <laughs> yeah, it is in a spice rack, in an apron, and uh, twenty piece kitchen set, uh, ten piece knives, <laughs> a cooler, yeah. everything. I mean, there was a MacBook in there, so maybe it came with a MacBook too. Hey. That's like almost two grand. Right so. there. Yeah, so. you're you. I'm the worst. You're Whatever. you're the worst, and uh, you're probably the same with uh, binging shows. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna watch this one show, and then we're done for. Well, so you say that, but you and Rachel seem to travel a good bit, like, and you probably do most of the driving, right? Uh. <laughs> Take that as a no. <laughs> we do travel a lot. I do. A lot. Um, it really depends on like the time of day and where we're going to. So if it's the middle of the day, um, she will drive for like studying or you know work. Yeah. And uh, but what the funny is is we'll talk about it. I'm like, do you want to drive up there and I drive back, or if I drive up there, you'll drive back. And she's like, um, I'll drive up there. And that's because we'll hang out and have a Sunday fun day with our friends. And then she, and she hangs up and drives. Yeah. <laughs> wow shots fired Rachel I love you <laughs> Rothwell she'll she'll volunteer to drive she's like you yeah, know we can always you know rotate or whatever but mm-hmm. it never works out that way like uh, I think the most she's ever helped me drive was when we went to Disney one time and I was like babe I'm tired I, dr- I probably I probably stayed up all night because um, we left I think like one or two in the morning or whatever just so we can make it there in the morning or an afternoon and um I got there probably there's probably like two hours left in the drive right I'm like babe I'm tired I'm gonna pull over can you drive she's like yeah I can and um so she we pull over to a rest stop and she gets in she probably drove about an hour and he's like I'm tired I'm like <laughs> you were just starting to sleep good. Yeah, not really. I like it's it's hard to sleep when you're in the passenger side. You're tired, but you're just like everything's keeping you awake. Yeah, I do majority of the driving regardless of where we go. I could be like she'll visibly notice me kind of swerving a little bit. She's like, You're all right? I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. But she she'll never like step in and be like, I'll drive, you know? <laughs> but maybe that's just her. She's not like the one to take that initiative to do so. I think Disney was the, the I don't know. When we went to Dallas, it was a lot because when we came back from our Christmas trip, we came from Wichita, Kansas, all the way down back to um, Alabama. So it was like, including all the stops and stuff we had to do, it was probably like 14, 16 hours or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it, it helped to take those stops. Like, we'd stop at a stop for, even if it was just for gas, we'd get food or whatever and hang out a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, back to Jeep Jam. Anyways, big tangent. So the first night we went, they did this concert by uh, the Velcro Pygmies, which is, I guess, a local group. Which I know, I have some friends who rave about these guys. Uh, which I I don't I don't really care. I don't really listen to that type of music. They're kind of I feel like they do a lot of covers. Um, mm-hmm. from what you guys said that most of their original stuff isn't great, anyways. But for some reason they made it a point or whatever reason they made it a political issue about them trying to do a concert i think they I think they said like in maine or something like that maine. yeah and they said that they raised all this money with the kids to do a concert and then all of a sudden the school was like hey we're not gonna you know do this concert because of like something they said or something like that some kind of political issue or whatever stance that this band made and uh, they weren't with it, and so they were what trying to be more conservative, or right, right. and so yeah, so they told this story to the crowd, and of course the crowd's like, you know, they're all from the south, and you know, the go Brandon chants go on, and I'm not super political, so I don't, I don't know the story 100. percent I just know bits and pieces of it, so I'm not a political person, anyways, but I just know that. Like you said, like we said, you know, like we're the minorities there. And once that starts going, we're just like, okay, this is it. Like we need to get out of here. We yeah. don't feel super comfortable, you know? Yeah. yeah. For me, um, I I didn't know what that chant was about until I asked a friend of mine whose name is Brandon. And I said, <laughs> Ironically. I said, why do I keep seeing all these stickers? And he's like, this is not what you think it is. And he told me what it was. And I was like, that is ridiculous. So... I think that they were playing to their crowd. I agree. And I think I froze. Like I was, I felt very, it felt like I was in um, white static. Like you know when they turn the TV on and just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like that, and like I thought I should be moving, but I wasn't. But moving. you couldn't. And I think we kind of all were. Yeah. Except for just, she was like, "We getting the hell out of here." Yeah. Um, I did not. I think part of it was just like me. I know I was like, well, one, I'm not, like I said, I'm not that political, but I also had kind of that feeling just like, what exactly is going on right now? Right. Um, and then Rachel was just like, okay, we're getting out of here. And she's like, you guys want to get out of here? I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, this ain't my, my type of jam and uh, like music wise, and this ain't really my crowd right now, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, I was more than welcome to leave. And I, I hated that it was like that for mm-hmm. all of us, you know? Yeah. It really, uh, it, it really stayed in my spirit the entire trip. Oh, so, yeah. Um, and I just felt really bad because, like, this is something that I really enjoyed and I wanted to experience with you guys. And it just didn't, it didn't pan out like I thought it would. Yeah. So, uh, we will definitely be there <laughs> for the next event. And I think a lot of people like us, and I feel like us being, like, young kids who yeah. are there, because there are more Jeep things going on nowadays. And a lot of people had yeah. Daytona is probably a bigger uh, a bigger, party city. Yeah, it's a bigger event. And I know that uh, there's a Jeep thing in Atlanta that yeah. same weekend that I didn't want. Oh, or I would have went today. Yeah. I would definitely be. Well, I don't know. I, I love Atlanta for the food, but I love uh, the beach as well. Uh, I think the, the best thing about the first day is we got to go to Diego's, mm-hmm. which uh, was very delicious. That was actually, you know, one of my, like, when I go to different places, that's the first thing I do is, like, look for different places to eat. Mm-hmm. Something that we don't have in town, you know, and yeah. Diego's was on my list. And you're like, hey, I've been to Diego's. It's great. And it sure was. Um, it was uh, kind of like a 
almost like a a Moe's or a, a Chipotle where you kind of build your own burrito. Mm-hmm. But the um, El Pastor, oh, me and you both got that. It was so good. And for, I mean, Diego, yeah, should have. <laughs> no, because they had the whole package deal. So you can get the combo. And it was like 10 bucks or some shit like that. But you buy one, it's like $4. I'm like, man, I might as well get two combos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I guess Diego's a franchise. Is it? Okay. Well, for a franchise, their meat was very flavorful. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, second day, what's the best day to me? Only because it was a beach day. We got to hang out. We did a lot of drinking. I think one thing I do enjoy about hanging out with y'all is, uh, opposed to um, the Laos or Cambodian crowd, is we just hang out and drink beer all day. Whereas like. <laughs> You know, Roth side, they just, they shoot a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't shoot a lot and drink beer. But drinking beer and just hanging out and um, just hanging out at the beach. You know, one, I love the beach. And, you know, two, I love hanging out at the beach with y'all. I just like being around y'all. And, yeah, that was a great day, minus losing in ladder golf. Yes, which was yes. Garbage. Um, definitely yes. need a rematch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, that was fun. That was my absolute favorite day. Rachel and I were going to have that dude with it, but that was uh, a lot of fun. And just sitting at the beach and drinking beer. Like, I didn't even feel like drink a lot. Probably did. I think you like drank more than me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. The aftershock of y'all do the chest bump was hilarious, oh, no. which I'll have to share those <laughs> too on Instagram. Um, and that night we went to a sound competition, which was garbage. Uh, one, I think it went back to the type of people that was there. It was like a sound competition, but one, it wasn't organized at all. They started like an almost an hour later and the first three or four Jeeps, they didn't play a sound system worthy song it's mm-hmm. like they were playing like acdc's thunderstruck and then like a techno <laughs> remix of something that took five minutes just to, for the beat to drop and right. it wasn't even heavy and the the one jeep that i was like oh i love this jeep because of the the color it was teal mm-hmm. and had great lights and um when you looked at the back of it it did have a good looking sound system so i was like that one's gonna sound good so if we hear that one i'm good and we heard it and he played to you know his system he played um what he played the uh dr dre Mm -hmm. and he played um he also played another edm song that was really good or something like that Mm -hmm. but yeah that that one was like yeah he knew what he was doing and um, it was funny because back to that adversity group while we were kind of leaving before they actually kicked it (laughs) off there was another group and that guy was i'm pretty sure hispanic and he's like yeah i don't even know what the fuck is going on and they left and I was like, yeah, we are about to leave too because yeah. this is stupid. <laughs> I was like, is this ever going to get better? Yeah. My it's... friends have spent money. <laughs> yeah. And this is trash right now. Well, so you buy the ticket. That was my thing. It's like, you buy the tickets, it's like 70 bucks for what, per Jeep. Mm-hmm. And so you can, you just have to tell them how many people are going to be in this Jeep. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, of course, it's just me and Ross. So technically, it's 70 bucks for two people. And, all we really did was do the vendor, and um, I guess part of that was on me too. I could have probably did the trail, but 
I just I took in the trip for what it was. And yeah. it was like I enjoyed the beach more than going to the event. So I was like, well, it's already two. I'm not gonna rush to go to this event and do the trail. I'd rather just hang out with you guys. Yeah. And I I think I I made the right choice, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're gonna back to the beach day though. That was one thing um which we agree we all loved and uh one thing <laughs> well two ladies there so i'm gonna call this lady cackling karen she <laughs> might not have been a karen uh she was older she kind of fit the description look wise but she had this most like i don't even want to say infectious it was just kind of like i'm just gonna say distinct laugh like every time it was really loud and she's like and it was just like, every time she laughed, I would just stare at Rachel and be like, uh, I mean, at least she was having a good time. Yeah. I have a big laugh too, so I was like, you do it, girl. Yeah. But she was very funny. Yeah. And she was there with, I guess, probably her husband and, and another couple. So uh, they were doing the same thing we were doing. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you couldn't. You couldn't hate or be mad at her for that. It was just her laugh would just have me rolling every time. I was just like, Ugh. it was it was funny. And um, the other lady, I'm gonna I'm gonna I just I dubbed her two chairs, like two chains, um, because she was a sweet old lady. She probably looked like she was, uh, if I had to guess, I would say late mid to late sixties. Would you say? Oh yeah, I think that. Yeah, she, well, like she, she, was definitely a she had that uh, leather yeah. looking skin. Yeah, and she smoked. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, what did she? I didn't yeah. even see. She didn't even care to smoke on the beach, huh? Yeah, I don't know how you can do it. It's too hot. Yeah. But she, because we got there, what, 10 in the morning? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she was there before us because we, we came in behind her. She was there all day. I think she stayed even after we after left, really, right? Yeah. So, so the thing about her was we all noticed that she had two sets of beach chairs, but the whole time we were there, no one ever came. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a, we didn't see a friend or a spouse or anything that sat next to her. Uh, she didn't really put anything in her chairs as far as like, you know, the stuff that she brought with her. Mm-hmm. And so we, it just all rose this question of, is that like, a chair for a spouse that passed away and if so that is one kind of sad and but kind of like you know it gets you in the feels I mean, what, like, what else could it be, right? Like, uh, well, that maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's either cuckoo Ooh, or uh, she's she's very oh, no. yeah. <laughs> she uh, she was always peering back at us when I played, especially when we were playing volleyball. Yeah, but she she was talking to another lady too, so mm-hmm. she I think she talked to a good bit of people. And uh, mm-hmm. my question to that was like. Uh, if you were in that situation where you lost a spouse, would you would you do that? Like, would you pack an extra 
chair and like like or anything like if you like say you went hiking or something I'm like oh this is you know um not sorry Rachel I'm gonna say if this was Rachel's favorite spot I'm not wishing that you know death upon you or anything like that but uh um would you do that like think so yeah i think that um sometimes my mom says she can still do my dad every day and i, I bet i bet i better believe i can help my dad upon me it's just uh people believe differently but some people would see it as he let go and yeah he didn't want to relax but i don't know man i don't i don't think i've ever seen someone say it like that like you need to move on. It's been, you know, X amount of years. Get over it. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I did see uh, one person say that before. Uh, an old co-worker, Joe, said that about um, Richard mm. <laughs> and his mom. But, uh, yeah, but I'm like, dude, it, death is death. Like, it, it could be 100 years later and right. you would still feel that. To me, well, you said you would ask your mom about it, so did you actually ask her about it? No, I forgot, but I, okay. uh, I want to. Because my thing is, like, how do you how do you have that conversation? Like, me, I, I would kind of want to know, but I also, I don't want to, like, make my mom cry, like, right. bringing up stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard enough to see her cry, like, every time she talks about my brother or something like that. So, it's yeah. like, you know, like, I want to know, but I don't want to also want to, you know, Bring back those memories, right? For my mom, she um, we let her talk about stuff, right? So we let her get things and answers and things like that. Mm. And she does it enough where I could talk about you know what you did to my mom. <laughs> no, <laughs> sometimes it's okay, it's Margaret. Um, yeah, sometimes she will uh, just bring him up herself, or she'll be like, "He really miss you. He really loves you, Dad. Early things like that." I mean, sometimes if I'm really missing him enough, which is all the time, but I'll call him and say, I just want to talk about it. Yeah. That's cool. But um, at the same time, I don't want to make him cry. Yeah. That's 100% how I am. Because it's hard enough for me to see my mom cry. Uh, but if, if you did do that, beach, like me, well, go back to that. Me, like, I'm not sure if I could do that. To me, like, it would, it would hit me in the feels, but I, like you said, I think it depends on age. Like, yeah. I think if the younger I am, if well, one, if it happened to me younger, I hate to say it, but to me, it would be almost like an image thing. Like, I don't want to be seen as crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the older I get, I think that that's when the uh, I don't give a fuck mentality kind of comes into play. Like, I miss this person. I'm just going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the older I get, I think I would probably be more acceptable to do that. Uh, or I think I would do that. Um, Hagen's just like wiggling his booty under this table <laughs> but also it's like even if I did do it like my question is like how long would you would you keep it going right, right. I, I, I feel like no matter how old I am if I did do that I couldn't do that forever because I feel like it would just be bringing up those feelings you know so I remember <clears throat> I guess it was a month or two ago one of the last times we were out in the backyard I know that table is still there. Um, I haven't been out there in like.
like poured a shot or said anything to him in a while. But it's there for that. But it's there for that. It's still there. I don't know. Is it because it's I, I, kind of personal? It's like in your own space? Yeah, it's in my or? own space. I feel like, you know, like I said, it depends on age. Like, yeah. I, don't, I feel like people aren't going to come back and like, oh, that person's a nutbag. But no. Also, it's like, I'm not doing this all the time. Like, the only times, like, Roth, like, Roth could probably tell you too. Like, the only times I go out there and pour a shot, it's like, when I want to feel kind of closer to them or, like, to be honest, I do a couple of times when, like, Roth and I get in a fight. Yeah. And um, we get into arguments, and I really don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Plus, Rod's like, don't go anywhere if you're drinking this and that, you know? Yeah. Which I understand. And um, and so, like, a lot of times I'll just go in my backyard and I'll, I'll pour them a shot and I, I talk to them because, like, mm-hmm. it's like me asking for, asking these questions. Like, I don't have an answer for. Like, yeah. questioning myself. Like, am I doing something wrong? Am I doing something right? Like, mm-hmm. like let me know. But, you know, of course, I'm not going to talk back to you. I'm spiritually, energy-wise, I feel like there's there's a way they would do. But, uh, you know, it just, it just gives me comfort in times where I, I guess, feel lost. You know? Right. Maybe that's, maybe that's the same for her. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if I have to hold there. But I, I don't know. That's a lot of extra work. That's a lot of extra work to be that. But if I'm that age, maybe, I don't know. I mean, she wasn't the biggest lady, so. She wasn't big lady. Maybe she had a 50-day to do the show. We don't know. <laughs> True. Right? We, we will know. never we know. Because we didn't it could, it could be exactly <laughs> none of this that we're thinking about. We're just. You know what? Maybe souls. you're right. Maybe it was a Tinder date that did not show up and she got stood up. Okay? That, you know what? That that makes it feel a lot less uh String pulling right. on the heart there, <laughs> and that you know what? Maybe we'll just stick with that. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Okay. So the last question um, on that. I mean, I wish we could have just ended it on that. I mean, we could, but um, and well, the last question was: Do you think it's harder on women or men after losing their spouse? Mm. I don't know. Man, I, I Yeah, I mean, I I agree too. I think the only other um, factor that throws it in, or that can get thrown into it, is what all did that spouse do in your life? Like to me, I told Roth, I was like, man, I hope I die before you, because uh, Roth takes care of pretty much all the finances, um, made all the major bills, like the house loan, the note, like she knows all the details of that. I'm just like. Uh, I'm just paying my uh, 100 gig internet. That's it. And my own Best Buy card that I use to, you know, every now and then buy myself or her gifts with. Uh, yes. But she doesn't know what I'm buying her. There you go. Uh, I guess Rachel will be you. Hmm? Right. So, uh, All right, Rachel. We're together. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely together. Oh, you know what? Hey, friends of Flavor Podcast, uh, I bring out the emotional side of uh-huh, everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, not only you, I brought it out in Jean. Um, Jean, who uh, looks like one, you know, if you ever met Jean, you, he's like, you know, he might be an a hole or he, he doesn't have a heart, but Jean has a heart. It's a, it's a big one. Yeah, that, that's all I have for the sentimental stuff. One thing that did spin up 
actually here recently, which, uh, you know, people will probably check out of this, uh, but sports. Um, so saving through everyone under the bus, I asked uh, David about this yeah. and he's like, uh, yeah, Texas A&M is buying all their players. And to me, it was just one of those things of, you know, the pot calling the kettle black. That's yes. what I told David. It's like, like I'm an Alabama fan, but dude, dude, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying is the saying, right? And I'm pretty sure Alabama has done numerous things uh, as far as quote unquote buying players or whatnot to uh, get their team to the number one status. He's talking like Alabama players and have no NIL deal. Right. I'm like, they, are, they do. Yeah. Even um, Henry, the, the tight end. Yeah. Tutu, uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> Tutu. Tutu. Yeah, two whatever it is. Two, okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and Jimbo was hot, dude. Jimbo <laughs> was like, I'm, I, I know him well, but Jimbo was like, you know, what? I ain't fucking playing with that. You want to, you want to throw me under the bus? I'm about to throw you your ass too. Yeah. Ask somebody. Yeah. He, exactly. He said Ooh. that. Ask anyone who's been around him or knows him, they'll tell you anything. Mm-hmm. And to me, Jimbo, I was, just, dude, I was like, I, I posted on my, my uh, Facebook. I was like. I'm gonna gonna go ahead and mark uh, one loss at least for Bama, uh, and <laughs> oh, it's gonna be that October game because, dude, like that's just hitting a hornet's nest. I mean, yeah. it's just like, dude, you 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 aggravate them. If they don't win any games all season, they're gonna try their hardest. I mean, they always play hard anyways when they play Bama, but A and M is gonna come out with fucking two chips on their shoulders when they play. Oh, it is. And it's like near my birthday, so I'm like, oh no, we're gonna lose. I'm gonna cry all birthday. <laughs> Shut up, Auburn fan. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I have for today. Uh, I'll leave that with saying that we definitely need to do more beach trips, uh, more hanging out, um, more Jeep events, better Jeep events. <laughs> Maybe even some camping. I saw you did a camping trip with your BFF, and I, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm kind of envious of that. I want to oh. do that. I'm not much of a camper, but um, I think we would enjoy it, uh, uh, even if it's a, a group thing. Like, Roth and I went camping one time, and it was just miserable because it was super cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want it to be super hot either, but you know what? Like, if you go a good temperature or a good place, like, I would love to do that. Um, we should go. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um, um, so, yeah, definitely all that into creating more memories together. Um, we got a Friends of Flavor beach trip coming out in June, our second annual. Um, so, we'll have more people there, hopefully, and uh, more. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> I can't force that upon people. I'm not going to hate my friends for not having Jeeps. Uh, and as much as I enjoy mine, I'm not. I know it is pricey and gas is definitely expensive. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks. Today was awesome. Uh, it's always. A lot of times I go into shows, I'm like, oh, man, I'm kind of 
not really not feeling it, but sometimes I feel like oh, I gotta I gotta come up with ideas, like like being a content creator, you gotta come up with stuff. But then I'm like, man, I hope it goes natural. Like I said, all I want is natural conversations. And yeah. Most of the times with you, it's that's all it is. And um, today was was great. And so thank you. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace.